Hi, Hi, hello, hey. This is Tia. And this is Rose. <laughs> and welcome to the Queen, Queen Square. Square. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just had to get that little bit of a chuckle out. But mm-hmm. um, so, coming off of last week. What was we talking about last week? Hmm. Relationships. It was relationships, wasn't it? <laughs> That dreaded R word. Commitment. Do not threaten me with a bad time. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I- I'm pro relationship for other people. Um. Anyway, so to- today, today we're talking about friendship friendships what about your friends will they stand their ground will they let you down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that was that ice cube no it was it was like a yeah not a yeah yeah but it was similar <laughs> yeah. okay so anyway yeah, what about your friends so, what about your friends <laughs> Okay, so this conversation kind of rooted from a mem that was going around. And the mem said, um, normalize, what it says is normalize forgiving your friends after a disagreement like you uh, forgive these old ain't. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> like you forgive these men. That's what it said. Forgive your girlfriends off of disagreements like you forgive these men. But, um, but that kind of led us into us talking about the show Girlfriends. And how, growing up, we watched that show, and it was just seemed like, you know, a group of successful black women. Mm-hmm. They all, you know, except for Lynn. And it was a little broke. Uh, Maya was kind of broke. She was hood rich. <laughs> like, as long as she was working for Jones, she was cool. Yeah, yeah. As long as she... Long, she hey, but then you know she wanted to start working for Will. Yeah. When, when she dumped Joan to get some more money, when Will got that, uh... Got that, uh... That uh, raise or whatever, but watching this show as a grown woman has definitely opened my eyes to the fact that they were not really good friends. <laughs> I'm saying what's funny is like being in your 30s, they were going, and I think Joan was. They was 29. Going yeah, they was in 30s. their 30s, and so it's like being in your 30s and living. It makes you look at it totally different. Totally different. You're not even necessarily just looking at their careers no more. Mm -hmm. You're looking at their personalities. You're looking at the lives that they actually have. Do they got kids? Do they got... And it's like... And the only one who had kids was Maya. (laughs) And Maya was the teen parent. You know, so, you know, she lived her... So, she kind of lived her life as a mother all her her teenage years. And then when she got into her 30s, she tried to wild out. (laughs) Lost her marriage and some more stuff. Look, sounds about right. Sounds about right. They wrote that one well. They did. As soon as Maya started feeling herself, but all it took was for her husband to get too caught up in his work and not really paying no attention to her. And then when she needed it the most, I'm not taking care of these kids. She wanted to grow. She wanted to go back to school, and he told her she could. He couldn't go. She couldn't go back to school until he started his business, which is typical. And then she went to mind somebody else. She mind somebody else. <laughs> she was trying to be too. She's like, I'm being entrepreneur. <laughs> She's she a boss. Heavy on the tenure. <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> she was out of line. <laughs> but 
about the minor situation was, how the hell you lose your whole ass marriage and you ain't getting no dick from your stalker? It was like, you didn't even get none. So you I say, lost but, your marriage off of a kiss? I'll say, but you know that be ego. Emotion, emotional. Ego, emotional. You just, want, you just want that person that's feeding you that mm-hmm. that energy that you need. Yep. This person's stalking you. That means they're interested in you. They want a piece of you. But the killer part about that is yeah. you fed him everything to give you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what people fail to realize. It's like when you sit there, you tell a dude all your problems, right? All the problems with your man, how he's doing, what he not you, letting you You gave do, him the playbook. You giving him the playbook. And so now, he don't got to figure out nothing else. Not a goddamn thing. Because guess what? Everything <laughs> that your husband or your dude isn't, he is. 80-20. Right. Oh, girl, you know you need to go back to school. Knowing some damn well if she was with you, too. You probably want her to put herself on a back burner for your (laughs) ass, too. But it was just like you fed him everything to victimize you with. Yeah. So it was like I felt for Maya, but then it was just like, Maya, you dumb. If if you're going to lose your marriage over another man, you might as well get you some. And he was crazy. And this was when Blair Underwood was... Really going crazy. Because you know I mean? Blair Underwood used to be a sex Girl, symbol up Blair until you that rapist. Blair, Blair under the covers. Man. I remember 1996. Man. Set it off. Man. Set it off? Woo! <laughs> Lord. Have mercy. That was my uh, my first date. <laughs> Went to the movies and Man. saw Set It Off. I don't even know if I should have been watching that at 14, but I showed I'm pretty sure work. we shouldn't have met our Jason lyrics <laughs> or... Any other or movie. and whatever happened in the nineties? <laughs> Society, all those movies we the, probably should have did. We should have showed her nipple. Look, we should have nineties. We probably shouldn't have been watching that stuff. We shouldn't be watching it, but we did. And Blair Underwood definitely was one of them. Oh, he was a sex symbol. Like I said, until he was a rapist. When he became a rapist, it'd be like now everything he do is he crazy. <laughs> So, I understood why Maya, you know, fell for Blair. But she should have at least gave him some. She was going to lose her whole ass marriage over it. But then you had, like, okay, so then you had the uninspired Lynn. Lynn was, Lynn had several degrees. Yeah, she was, she was her, her, the earthy friend. But right. she never got anything on her own. Nothing. And that's because everybody kind of baby went. Yeah, they, they allowed they her They allowed to, her to do that. To live and borrow and... Mm-hmm. Breathe off of and then you got whatever Tony. they needed. Tony wasn't nobody's friend. <laughs> Tony was barely Tony's friend. <laughs> that is the truest statement. If a Man. statement could be true, Tony she, was not Tony even Tony's wasn't even friend. Tony's friend. I'm like, as her. bad as she gave off, like I'm the bad bitch. Yeah, she gave that off. But it was so many times you saw her insecurity. Her insecurity, like, and, and that's great Especially writing too. With her hair. Yeah. <laughs> You remember when it went, <laughs> when she was messing around with that dude, he told her to take the weave. <laughs> she came out looking like she came out looking like a broke Yorkie. Y'all was like, okay, put the weave back in, put the weave back in. It's a little thin around the edges. <laughs> it's a little thin. Carol been wearing them weaves and wigs so Man, long. Pushing them, pushing that hairline back. <laughs> push it, push it, push it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, she had her own thing in herself outside right. of how she treated other people, which yeah. was sometimes so nasty. And it all stemmed from her being this country girl from Fresno, trying to go to L.A. 
to live the high road. Mm-hmm. And it was like, she, I mean, it really came out when she finally got married. When she finally got married, when she thought the doctor dude was rich, but you didn't do your research. Yeah. You didn't do your research. You just looked at his title, thought he was going to be rich. And then it's like all her insecurities came out after that. It was just like she had to buy the best gift for everybody. Even though y'all broke, you about to push your cars to the limits just to do this. So it was just like just looking at that show to show how toxic their friendships were. And they were all holding on to each other like for dear life. But they probably should have let let go a little bit. Like it's a couple times that Joan and uh, what's her name? Joan and uh, Tony. Shouldn't even reconcile. And what's crazy is like they were friends, friends. Yeah, they came. They from were like the school. best friends from yeah. being young. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think they met uh, Lynn in college, mm-hmm. and then Maya, you know, later on in life probably worked for working for Joan. But it was just like you look at their friendships, and it was just like they really they cared about each other, but it was a lot of selfish shit going on. So it was like, I looked at, I, I've been watching that. I'm the thing I'm back. I'm the thing I'm on like season. Am I on season four or season five? One, two. But I was just like, damn, you know, they hella ses- hella successful, beautiful women, but they're, they're fucking shitty is when it came to being friends. Yeah. And I think they thought being friends just meant giving people shit, but don't know friends sleep with their friend, man. Nah. I don't give a shit how long ago it was, bitch. I don't give a shit if he was he was my crush in the sandbox, bitch. He's off limits. Not if we friends. Not if and we not friends. the kind of friends that they're portraying Hell on nah. the show. You talking about more like a sisterhood between them? Yeah. Because you talking about spanning, you know, almost ten good years of friendship. Yeah. Because if they met in college, they had to be you know nineteen, yeah. eighteen, nineteen, and you talking about all the way into and almost 30s. being thirty. That's a long time to be friends and to be living with each other when they, you know, was on their way through school right. and all of that. So you more than just, but hey, girl, like, how you doing? But it's like the nerve of the nigga, though. <laughs> how you how you go? And, how you go mess with my best friend? And then y'all come to my house for my birthday fucking dinner. I'm about to beat both of y'all ass. I'm like, I'm sorry. And the crazy <laughs> thing about that episode is not only you bring the guy, but the fact that. You knew that he was still close with the man's mama. So how was you going to work that? Did you just want to hit it? Right. Because if you just trying to hit something, like don't that, bring that to my house. Like that's why you don't tell your friends about everybody who suck your toe. Because <laughs> you know, you know uh, that could be a deal breaker. Like, he do what? <laughs> what was his name? You like Charles? him like him? Like, like Charles. Charles. <laughs> He's in my back burner. <laughs> Girl, yeah, leave him. Oh, second. <laughs> the second that you, the second that any, it's like you can't have a conversation. The second you say they can suck your toes, you're like, he do what? <laughs> yeah, speaking of toe sucking, you you and that old foot sucking video. <laughs> that, that man sucked a foot. He did not suck a toe. I couldn't even. I'm like, sir, I don't Who know was, what she and, owe you. And, but no, what? You owe her. Yeah, I don't, it looked like he was trying to get something up out of her. Because he was finna suck her soul Dude, through that foot. The second, the second he wiggled his head, I was done. And he was like... <laughs> he, looked, he looked like he was trying to deep yeah, her I foot. was like... Ah. <laughs> like, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't, and I, mind, all, I hey, don't mind a couple of toes hey, being sucked. A couple? That? 
A few. That you was a. Uh, you can take them individually. <laughs> but nigga, when you take my whole half. Of, I don't want my foot in your I mouth. I got a size eight. When you took four <laughs> of them bitches in your mouth. Four. I don't want my foot in your mouth. <laughs> nah. Like, that is not sexy. Nah, at all. Because like, I'm like, the second I seen that, you know what I thought. It was just like, he gay. <laughs> he gay. He wants something else in his mouth. Don't nobody stuff foot in their mouth like that. That ain't even sexy. She didn't even make no noise. It was a whole, there was some weird noise being made. I was so, just like, ooh. So, yes, if you got a nigga who suck toes, them the type of dudes you don't let nobody know nothing about. <laughs> You don't let nobody know nothing about that. your exotic experience. Hey, that's that when when your friends call you and you be like, oh, yeah, I'm just out and about, you know, chilling, you know, by myself reading the book. That's him. <laughs> that's that's Mr. Toe Sucker. Don't right. tell nobody. So you reading the book every Tuesday. Every, yes. Yes, bitch. And I'm on chapter three. Call <laughs> <laughs> <are> you next <laughs> week. <laughs> Leave me alone. But oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is too funny. <laughs> But yeah, so it's like that. Just looking at their friendships and the things that, because they all had their own struggles. But even when they would go to that restaurant, yeah, and eat, you see, like when it came time to pay, sometimes it was always Joan. Yeah, and it was crazy because it was always Joan, even when Tony was doing good. Yeah. You know, before Tony got broke, yeah, it was still always Joan. Like Joan was the mama hen for everybody, and I understood her wanting her own happiness and got selfish towards the end. But it was like, you can't, you cannot look at your friends like competition. And what was crazy is that Joan was the one who, with all of that clout with her friends, she never really found nobody. No, but see, Joan was sabotaging her own relationship. Oh, yeah, with her, oh, all, with her, God, her long her list, list of rules and all and these then things. it was like she finally, no, okay, so the funniest part, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> the last season I just watched, it was really when she was messing around with the actor dude. Mm. And then... She wound up meeting his agent by chance, which was Malik Yoba. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Malik Yoba was it back in the 90s, too. Even though he had them chapped-ass lips. I didn't really... I wasn't but he really, was it. I wasn't really a Malik Yoba type of person. My sister was in love with Malik Yoba. <laughs> it was... It, them lips for me was just... They was ashy. Like, he had... But he, he, he had... He was it back then, too. Like, I can see why people liked him. <laughs> but it was just like... I never really had, like, a thing for Malik Yoba. But... I had a thing for G-Money. <laughs> Was it the crack for you? <laughs> it was the crack for me. <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> okay. Oh, we hit that. We hit that. Sorry. It was like, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> G, G money. Baby. Baby. It was his brother. <laughs> brother from Jason's Lyric. It's the one who fucked him up. His Lord. brother introduced him to that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was just trying to get away. He was just trying to get away. That but yeah, me. but no, but I'm like, <clears throat> but when she met with him, like, you, like, y'all had only went out one time and then start talking about love. That's, that, mm-hmm. that was never one, like, okay, mm-mm. I don't know if this TV fast forward or yeah, what just happened because last, <laughs> last fucking episode, y'all kissed today, y'all talking about y'all love each other. And mm-hmm. then, you know, she wound up dumping her dude for him. But then it's like, you sat there, went through all that, the ups and downs with, with the actor dude. You finally get him to where you want. And, you know, he's really trying. He's really putting mm-hmm. you, you first. And then you go fuck his damn agent 
well, you didn't even have sex with Asia. I'm tired of y'all bitches losing out on relationships and y'all ain't getting no D in you gotta I mean if you gonna leave me, at least leave me and I know I did something wrong, okay? But you left him messing around with Malik Yoba and for what? So you could tell him you wanted fucking kids and he didn't want kids and then it was like now that's a deal breaker for you and I'm just like it was just she sabotaged all her relationships. It was she like, definitely was a self sabotager. It was sure. us. If I ain't never seen it, it was like she didn't want to see herself happy. And it's like the second she got happy, she figured out a way to put her Jonisms in there. Yeah. And then you you scared everybody off. You either want to get married after three months. You didn't even know Malik Yoba that long, and you you thought he was about to take you to freaking Vegas to marry you when he just wanted to take you there for a vacation, and then ruined the vacation by saying, "Let's go home because I don't want to go because that's not why you wanted." And now I feel stupid. It's like, bitch, can you just have fun? Ride the wave. She was not a wave rider. No. And no. the crazy thing is, I think part of and like I said, they clearly had really good writing because yeah. you really tapped in to their character and what they you know what they mm-hmm. had going on. But I think part of her being a lawyer and successful in the career tab of her life, it rivaled her being successful in her personal life. And so she would try to apply some of those same rules to her career that she would to people who she met and was trying to become their partner. Like she was trying to come, yeah, Yeah, like she was trying to become a senior partner at work. But it's like, that's not the same thing. Ain't the same thing. Your career and life is not the same thing. You cannot dictate people and do things to make people do what you want to do. You you cannot. They're not looking for you to complete an assignment or a task to be better. That's that's not it. (laughs) That is true. That is true. So it's just like, you know, with friendships, friendships can be complex. But if you in a friendship and y'all are totally dependent on each other, that could become a toxic friendship. Because the second that you don't get what you want from somebody, it becomes an issue. And then now you start feeling resentment towards people. And it's like, you got to understand, once y'all get grown, everybody has their own life. Yeah, that goes into the the post you were talking about, the other one about forgiving your girlfriend. Yeah. Like, you forgive these men. And that's nothing we were saying about how... My no dick. Right? And, and it's like... <laughs> number one. Number one. <laughs> Two and three. Yeah. I'm sorry. Bitch. A through Z. I'm sorry, bitch. It's certain shit Subtitles of that. Like, it's certain sorries <laughs> you can give me that you can't give me. <laughs> but it's like you... It's some things that you... You tips you'll have with your dude that you should not be having with your friends. Yeah. So the forgiveness level, women uh, issue breakdown is not the same as your breakdown with men. Usually, like you were saying earlier, we were discussing, when you have issues with your female friends, Mm -hmm. there is a lot more pieces to it. And it probably has been, it's been 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 building building over time. Yep. Where usually with a guy, it it's could like be, right there. it's right there, but it could be something that's happened over time. Right. But y'all didn't argue about it. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. So y'all kind of got to, like, it's it's not a big of an issue. It's just an argument when it come up. Right. But with your girlfriends, you don't say anything. Mm-mm. Sometimes you wait or you like, oh, it's petty. And I then, won't do nothing. And then when you're going through shit with your dude, <laughs> who is the first people you come to talk to? <laughs> Your, your girlfriends, right? So your girlfriends encourage you to know y'all need to talk. You need that, that. But who encourages the girlfriends to talk? Nobody. Because nigga don't give a shit about you and your friend having a good relationship. Like, like, what? Oh, good. So you ain't going out. Right. Exactly. <laughs> cool. So, cool. <laughs> I don't like that bitch anyway. But like, you know, like, Fuck you. 
encourage you to go mend some shit, but your friend will be there because they want to see you happy if they're really friends. Let's yeah. put that out there because you may have some friends who be like, fuck that nigga. Yeah, every time. Every time. It's like, they, they can take no matter what. Show, fuck that nigga, yeah. bitch. We can go to the club next week, bitch. <laughs> he can get you no water. He can bring you a bottle of water. Girl, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. Them are, um, them are miserable friends. Them are friends. Them, them ain't really friends. They're posers. Mm-hmm. But like a real friend gonna sit there and they gonna tell you because they want the best for you. And if they feel like you are in a situation where you're happy, your friend's gonna encourage you to go. Yeah, maybe I need to go talk about it. You know, or or or, or give you a a a. a his point of view type yeah, of a redirect feel. right like, maybe that, did you think about nah, nah, nah. you are a bitch sometimes yeah. but you on your period <laughs> you get on my nerves you get on my nerves sometimes so it's like so it's like you got somebody that's pushing yeah. you to to reconcile with girlfriends because it's in hot it's it's like a it's like a uh it's it's like a hierarchy of some sort of friendship so it's like if you got this friend that's at the top of the pyramid and then you got you know, then the rest just fall down, 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 depending on where you at in that pyramid of friendships. Don't nobody really give a shit about your, say, your outlook anyway. Yeah, what's funny is that on girlfriends, this was kind of like in the beginning when, uh, remember when Tony got beat up? They went to the club because Tony didn't believe yeah. Mike could get in the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they get in the club, but then Tony get beat up and Joan didn't participate. He right. didn't help fight. But basically, they ostracized Joan because Tony was like, oh, Maya. Cause Tony, like I, I'm a little ghetto, right, right, right. But I don't really act Ashley, as ghetto as Michael. Like, Michael, but I could get there, Maya. Maya. But oh, but I like her because even though she, she ghetto, me shit. and her, yeah, yeah. she would shit. She, she got my shit. back, yeah. And so they start hanging out. There was nobody really encouraging them to like. Did y'all even check? Joan probably wasn't raised like that. When right. did y'all ever see her right. fight? Right. You've known Joan for how long? Right. So now you ain't her friend because she didn't get on the ground and fight. But when have you saw her do that? Right. What kind of friend are you? But there was nobody to do that. There's nobody to do that. Yeah, there was like nobody said, to do that. Wherever you, wherever you are, and, and then don't be that person who at the top of the pyramid, and then you got that one person that's right there mm-hmm. underneath you. Like, yeah. People look towards you for for advice too. So you got that person who probably want that top of the pyramid <laughs> spot. So when you fall from grace. They don't give a fuck that ain't nobody talking to you because you know what? Now they're going to start bringing Aha. up all the shit. Finally. Right. <laughs> ha ha. <Message laughs> it's like they finally found a way in. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, okay, yeah, nah, man, fuck her. Yeah, because last year <laughs> she did the same shit to me. And then that's when you start hearing all the bullshit that really been sitting in the back of their minds come out their mouth. Yeah. So it's like you got to really know and understand who your friends are because... A friendship can be a beautiful thing, but it can also hold you back if you don't have the right people around you. If you if, if all your friends only want to see you doing bullshit, unfortunately, birds of a feather do flock together. So it's yep. like if everybody's unencouraged, you could be the most encourageable person on earth. But if everything around you is downers, yeah, eventually you're going to come yeah, down. Yeah, because they're going to suck all suck your energy, energy out. out of you. They so it's, it's like right it's out. who you who you surrounding yourself with, which by the way, we do have an episode on uh, creating a winning circle, <laughs> where it talks about bringing all those positive people around you. Because mm-hmm. you know, I don't want no fucked up friendships. I'd rather be by myself. I'd rather not have a friend than have a friend that I gotta keep one eye open on. Yeah, or that you had to keep saying that they're a friend and you realize that they're not. Right. <laughs> Right, but you thinking it, but and the fact that I need a friend that I can come to and tell 
girl, this nigga just sucked my tongue. And I ain't got to worry about her trying yeah. to go through the back door. Because they are, those are fairies. Yeah. You know, men who suck toes is like, they are fairies. They it's are like not around much. The kind of friendship you want, <laughs> which is the kind that we have. So I'm going to tell you my experience, and then you're going to go get your own experience. Right. So hey, then we can hey, share, hey, like, so what? You girl. Know, hey, bitch. Hello. The second that that happened, <laughs> I don't even think I woke up good enough. I was in the bathroom, like, bitch. <laughs> Hello, like, on my flip phone. <laughs> like, bro, you ain't gonna believe you what you're not believing. <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> hate that nigga now. <laughs> they introduced me to a world of whoo. Like, and my phone call to you was just oh, as fast. <laughs> man, it was like, and then, hold on, you didn't even have to tell me. It was like, tears. He sucked your tongue, did he? <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I was. Like, did he do it while he was still in it? Like, bitch, because that's where it matters. <laughs> that's all where it matters. Hey, Black lives all matter. matter. <laughs> that <told> matters. <laughs> oh my god! If he wasn't, if he wasn't such an ancient nigga, he could have got anything he wanted from me. <laughs> what you need? What do you want What's from me? What do you want from me? Okay, Tyrese. <laughs> what do you want from me? Girl, when I tell you my whole body froze up, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't know. I couldn't move. I was just like, what? No. Like, like no. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like to share those experiences with your friends. You gotta have you gotta friends have somebody you that they, they not trying to go and take your own experience. Like, there's some bitches I ain't telling you yeah. shit. They they get, like, they, your friends need to be encouraged to nothing. go do it on their own, like, not to go find what you already have. Right, like nothing. <laughs> girl, did you ever go out? Mm-mm. Girl, you know, girl, he got a little dick. <laughs> he ain't the one. He ain't the one. <laughs> I'm reading my book on Tuesday. <laughs> on Don't chapter, bother me. I'm on chapter four. Yeah. Don't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it's just, you got to really figure out what do you want out your friends? What do you want out the friendship? And then that kind of determines whether or not you want to make up anyway. So I think the whole notion like normalize forgiving friends, I think we do forgive friends. I think what happens is sometimes friends take advantage of you taking them back in and, and reconciling. And after a while, it's like, just like with any relationship, how many times you gonna see saw? Mm-hmm. And it's like that's another thing when you have uh, your relationship with your man versus relationship with your friend. It's a different the relationship with your man. There, there are things that that person give and contribute that you don't expect for your friends to give and contribute right. to. And a friendship is really based on uh, that person's merit. What right. that person, you know, decides. This is what they're gonna give. Because you come in giving whatever you're going to give. That whatever kind of person you are is the kind of person you are right. in the friendship. So you got people who you like, oh, this is my friend. But you also know that that person may be cheap. Right. So you like, oh, I love you, but all these things. But I ain't taking her on the trip. <laughs> right. Look, I ain't doing it. certain things that you're yeah. not going to do. But yeah. if you got, if it's your man, you're going to expect him to said. contribute. You, right. No matter what. And no if, matter if he cheap, don't the, got it, got it. And if he's a good man, that's a good treat. Like, but you can't, you can't compare some, you can't, I don't know. I guess you can in a way. I think 
I think the 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 um uh, the the should have said something like normalize forgiving your female friends like you do these ain't shit ass niggas. Because yeah. I think those are the ones who shouldn't be forgiven. Because sometimes you can have disagreements and falling out with your dude. It ain't something malicious. It's just that y'all really having like a you rough don't agree. Patch or y'all don't agree with something. Simple as that. And you and it's sometimes you have friendships like that too. But I think in a relationship, it's different. <laughs> It's different because, like you said, he's giving you more. He's yeah. giving you a, a different. His requirement level to the different. partnership is different than a friendship. Than your friendship. Then you would expect a friendship to be because, like we said earlier, if anything, you can have a, a little bit more. Yeah, I was saying, well, you, you can have an unhealthy friendship where they can. believe that they have stock. Yeah, and you. Yeah, and like we don't sleep together, girl. Yeah, not my man. Calm down. <laughs> I'm see you when I see you. <laughs> but yeah, and it's like, you know, you, you go through situations like that and he's respo- he's more responsible for you than your friends are, unfortunately, yeah. right? Because once you get into a relationship, especially if you like in a serious, committed relationship, mm-hmm. even if you're not financially dependent on this person, you're putting your emotions in his hands yeah. to take care of. You're putting your heart, your feelings, your soul in he his has, hands he has to a take job. care of. He, he has, has a job. job. Yeah. With a friend, you don't really put, you put, I, you don't. I wouldn't say you don't put that into your friendships, yeah. but you don't require me to take care of your your heart. Yeah. You, I'm not. And friends, and friends can get off time. Yeah, your partner doesn't get off time. Right. Because I can't have you not care. Exactly. I can't have but, you not care, nigga. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. But your the friend, moment that happened, then, yeah. then you become that person that I should not be forgiven. <laughs> once that happened, once you don't give a shit about me. Then you put yourself in that category of people who I should not be forgiven. <laughs> so it's like to put a friend and post. That's just like if you had siblings and me saying that my siblings is on the same level as my friends. No, this mm. is my siblings. She got these these people. They already etched in the whole yeah responsibility to <laughs> me. It's a whole nother. It's a whole nother ball game, and the same thing with friendships and your relationships. I think that's the problem. If you put your man on the same level as your friend, then maybe your priorities is wrong. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm, I'm gonna apply those principles one day. <laughs> <laughs> look, I talk a good game. Well, look, it'll be recorded when she do come back and listen. <laughs> It will not be televised. I ain't telling nobody. <laughs> it's gonna be. I'm gonna pop up. They gonna be like, "You've been, yeah, girl. We've been together for about three, four years now." <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that book I was reading. <laughs> I finally. I'm on, cha- I'm on chapter four. I finally finished. I'm writing the second one. <laughs> I'm writing the second book now. Right. Which goes into. The little meme that I posted up there about people in relationships and not fighting each other. Okay, so in this meme, it basically said, it said, I want someone who I can take my gloves off with. I already have to fight the world, temptations, addictions, evil thoughts, insecurity, rejection, imperfection, disappointments, and anger. If I have to fight you to physically, if I have to fight you too physically, mentally, or verbally, what are you here for? So then at the bottom says on another note don't use me as your punching bag i'm not your enemy with me you do not need your gloves i know what you fight every day i could be your peace if you only take the gloves off so i think the first part was the dude saying all that yeah i think that was from his point of view 
And the girl was basically saying, you know, I ain't your punching bag. But it kind of plays a part where we were talking about, like, with friendships. Because that could go both ways. That could go as a... That can go in a relationship. And that could go for a friendship. Because sometimes you have people who are battling them type of demons every day. And then they they battle them by themselves. They don't want to tell nobody about them. Because they don't want to feel either. They don't want to victimize themselves. Or seem like they're too vulnerable, right? Yeah, vulnerability is a whole it's, nother it's talent. It's a whole nother talent. Yeah. And then for the for the second half of that is, you know, you can't use me as a punch bag. I think for the most part that, that goes better with the, you know, like with the relationship, like between man, woman, or, you know, whoever. I was like, yeah, but I could definitely with, see that. You can see you as a friend too uh, Friendship or like that aspect, even though this is not, this is off topic, but the same topic. In families, because what yeah. ends up happening is in families, yeah. when you are super close to somebody who battles issues like that, you get the brunt of, of their attack. Everything. Yep. Because you're so close to them. That's true. And the world will get, you know, pretty much what they just give out because they don't want people to know. Mm-hmm. But when you already got access into their knowing, they treat you with those issues and right. you become like a punching bag. And so I guess that could be in a friendships too when you have those like you said the hierarchy right if the person who is like higher at the top is one of them people who got all these issues yeah. and people follow them yeah they're not necessarily encouraged to be inspired by this person right but this person just has this big bossy thing going, going on. on like and that can be an attackful friendship because you carry and you listen to all this person's issues and on the outside people be like oh she's great she's this right, she's right. that and you like but you don't know what the fuck yeah you she don't really know <laughs> you don't yeah. know that's what she shows you yeah yeah i can see that i, I could definitely see that and i think for the most part like in relationships typically with men men don't like to express certain shit like so when it yeah. becomes a time where they have to explain themselves it's like I don't want to tell you because guess what? Society tells me that I have to be this big burly man. I can't. I can't be vulnerable. I can't be emotional. So then they're forced to deal with that shit by themselves. So it's like, but if a person don't know what you're going through, they can't really assist you. Yeah. Then you become the punching bag because who gets like you said? Who gets the brunt of it? The person <laughs> that's closest to you. Yep. So you definitely, I, I could definitely see that going both ways. Mm-hmm. So like in a relationship, like I couldn't be in a relationship if a dude couldn't express themselves. Yeah. Like you can't express yourself in a way where we could communicate because people like that tend to hit. And it's crazy <laughs> and I, because and I, if I, if I provide you that space as well yeah. to, and I, and like repeatedly, cause I, that usually is a, a working space. Yeah. I don't care what kind of guy it is. When a guy first meets somebody, if they not overly sensitive right. and they automatically are a sharer. It's a growing pattern right. to get a man to get comfortable enough to be like ABC on something extremely that will feel like it's exposing something in him. Right. But it's like if I'm providing you that space to get comfortable and you don't take advantage of it and you just try to be hard and everything is a fight and it, yeah. that's a whole nother job. I'm like, I ain't nobody dealing with that. Right. And then eventually it becomes, okay, now I have to make a decision. Yeah. I have to make a decision because I'm not going to, me personally... I was people punching bag when I was younger. My younger relationships, I think I was the punching bag. Like, I would absorb it because I was so used to shit like that. It became a habit. And it was just like, okay, you know, I just want everybody else around me happy. 
at the expense of me sometimes. So it's like nowadays, though, I couldn't I couldn't mess with a personality like that. If you can't communicate your your struggles, then I don't know if I really want to be a part of it because I don't want to be in an abusive relationship. And I ain't talking about I ain't never got my ass whooped. Yeah. But emotionally abuse is worse yeah, than physical right? abuse sometimes. sometimes you it can't don't see it. It don't have to be physical. And I think we've had we got an episode on that talking about abuse but yeah because it don't have to be physical people think abusive relationships always got to be physical i think emotional abuse is sometimes almost worse than physical physical people can see it and you can you can help a person yeah. like you see yeah. it. Or they can, see they the can at least try i see it but when you in an emotional abusive relationship usually don't nobody know that this person is like that because they they put on this mask in front of everybody and then once you behind closed door you know you're getting the brunt of that so yeah i think i'll pass on on that like i'd rather be blind so i'm not about to go and be nobody's emotional punching bag or physical punching bag yeah, i got no. enough bruises look i got enough trauma go and check out uh childhood trauma part one and two i have enough <laughs> I just want peace. <laughs> I want peace, and I want to be your peace. Yeah. Like I don't want to be peace, a, peace. We want peace, peace, <laughs> peace squared. <laughs> we want peace squared. Peace squared. Man, I'm like, I want to be your peace. I want you to be my peace. I just want to be happy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, you got to make a choice to be happy. And in a relationship, why not? Especially that's, if you have the, somebody the whole who point wants that too. But the whole point of finding somebody. Is to find somebody to complete your happiness with. Like you should be happy. You should. In order for somebody to meet you and want to be with you, I would hope. But, but, and I'm I'm just gonna say this, but I don't want to drag it on. There are people who look for people who are the sick and on the sick and shut in list. You know, they always got a problem, so oh, yeah, they always yeah. want to fix a person. They, they want a project. It, you know, yeah, no. it's like no, no. We're not I'm talking not, about that right I'm now. I'm not Bob the Builder. Yeah, no, we're not talking about that. <laughs> But it's like when you really are getting yourself in the right place, and that's something you always bring up as you are, you know, as we're changing things, as we're maturing in mm -hmm. our own lives, you talk about a, a standard you want to get yourself to. It's empty. Oh. A standard you want to get yourself to. So then when you're ready to meet, you know, yeah. meet your mate, you come in with 100% yourself. 100%. And people don't understand that part. And they think yeah. that... You know, like, my thing is, people think that being single is, like, a plague, and it's not. Sometimes it gives you a space to figure out what the fuck you want in your life. Mm -hmm. My thing is this. I would never ask of somebody that I couldn't give. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, if I want to be somebody's peace, I got to be in, in a state of peace my damn self. And if I'm not in that, then how can I give it to anybody else? So, it's like, you got to respect people in their space. You got to respect their decisions and a lot of people like to force relationships on you just because they feel like relationships are the norm like you ain't gonna keep trying to make me feel like i'm an outsider and i'm looking at everybody else going through bullshit after bullshit and then people and it's crazy people go well, i think i need to go through some bullshit uh, no, no i think i need to go get a margarita but, on, but, the, but see that's the shit you should not have to deal with bullshit just to get to happiness yeah no that's not on the path that's not on the path no. Like, as an adult, you should be an adult enough to know your limitations and what you can and can't offer. And then release people. Yeah. You know, like, it's it's so easy for us to get comfortable with people who are, are good to us. So your your favorite, it's not our favorite, John, being funny. Your favorite say, guy. Who is my favorite? And it, this like, came I up. I don't know my favorite. <laughs> this came up last night, and it's, I just want to bring it because it, it complements what you just said. 
uh, Derek Jack Jackson, Jack oh, and Lord. Jackson, whatever. My favorite. <laughs> man, not, I mean, I'm, like, I'm with the man on this one. I can't stand this nigga. So like, every now and then he make a point. But so he, he made a point. He made a point, and it just was like what you were saying. He talked about um, men, and he specifically spoke to men in this point. Okay, but something <laughs> he do rarely lie. do. So he was talking about how men, you know, you find a woman. You're not ready to settle down, mm-hmm. but you hold on to this woman, drag her through the dirt and the mud and all that. Then when you get it together, you shocked that she's not celebrating that you got it together. Right, right, right. She's now still treating you she's like you the, the dude. Up. She's still treating you like the dude who you was, even though that you are officially Jane. on the right path. But you know that she exactly. don't. So <laughs> that's what he was saying. He was saying how you were saying like release people. He was like, it's way better. To if you meet somebody and you know you're not doing right, and maybe you want that to be your wife or whatever, but you know be in the beginning, he was like, just let her go. Yeah. And then hopefully on the other side of you maturing, because y'all started off with something good, it'll come back. It'll you know, if back. she don't find nobody, she's still single. When you finally get it together, then you go find her. He was like, but it, it's such a waste. For you to put this woman through all these things and then expect her to just jump on the happy train because you, you just got you on found the, your way. And then he's you like finally got on the right track. Yeah, and he's like after a passenger. Yeah, so after you've done all these things, as you have altered and changed because you want to do better, you've altered her as well. Right. He was like, so she probably was happy and cheery when you met her. Now she's insecure. She yep. don't trust you. She's looking at her. that's the worst. And that's who you've turned her into. When you, when you get to that insecure part and that 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 trust, when trust is broken in a relationship, that's where the that's where it's the worst yeah. because it's hard for her to see happiness in it because she don't believe that it's capable. Because guess what? Now she don't trust you. Like in the beginning, mm-hmm. they, you you trust the person, right? Because you can, I can only that's trust all you can. What you present right. To me. Right. Right. So I can only take your word for it. I don't know just yet yeah. until we've actually had to go over a hill or two and then I understand mm-hmm. where you at mentally. But it's like, but when you don't know and then you put people through that situation, it's like, okay, I'm going all I'm going through all this. The trust is gone. You can't expect me to love you at the same at the same rate. But you have some people who would. But those are damaged motherfuckers. And I said, they don't he, know they worth. He also asked, like, he well, he was saying that men will, those same men will have the audacity to say, well, why is she staying? Right. If she's not getting on board, why is she staying? And he was like, first off, how dare you ask that? Right. And he was like, and second off, what men tend to not pay attention to women is that if a woman is staying with you, she wants to fight. Right. She wants to she love wants to you. In there, right. She want to love you like right. she did in the beginning. Right. So she's sticking around hoping that that, that her person, switch, uh, like yeah. she'd come back. But another thing too, sometimes women goes into that, that notion of wanting you to see that I'm willing to go through yeah. everything. But the thing is, that's sometimes a, that's a toxic it, way of it looking eats, at things. It eats at you. Because and it changes you even if you don't want to admit that you've changed. Right. And it changes and, you. And even guess what? If you and guess what? When he, and then when he do change and he do get back on that right track, he's altered who you are. 
and you gonna still be who you are. What you doing? Right. Where are you going? Right. What you do? Or you can you can be, I don't you can want, tell I don't people want to be that. it's my man. Yeah. And when he was out there and I was no, I don't nah, want the brag story. No, though. I don't want no. I don't want mm -mm. the story. Nah, you can keep. I that. want this is life. Yeah. And we go. Everybody <laughs> makes mistakes. Yeah. Right? Nobody is perfect. But I think when people try to be like uh like on that sneak shit, like when they my my whole it's like I don't even know how to put it yeah. in words. It's almost like in the beginning, if you keep it one hundred, honest. Yeah. You usually tend to come out a little bit better because even if that honest be I'm not ready for a relationship. But I like you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit can grow into a relationship. But that whole, oh, yeah, I want you, and I want to be with you, and it's only you, and you fucking time and you know, in the air. You all over you the fucking know place. you know it's not the truth. Right. You know it's not the truth. Women are emotional. I don't give a fuck how hard they act. <laughs> Women are an emotional creature. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, we can sit up here all day and be like, oh, yeah, I don't care about this. I don't care about that. But at the end of the day, women want to be loved. Women want to have somebody who care about them. Women want to be protected. I don't give a shit how much of a, oh, I'm all for women and feminism and all that good stuff. Every woman is emotional. But when you drag her through a certain, that emotion, can, you know, emotions have a whole lot of different heads to it. Because anger is an emotion. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, frustration is an emotion. And then when you highlight all those different emotions, and now you got this bitch that ain't shit now. You know what I'm saying? Because now you good. She probably out there on one. Because she wants you to feel what she feels. Waiting her time. Waiting her right. time. Right. She's like, okay. Like, All right. <laughs> you want you want to do that, huh? But yeah, I just think at the end of the day, in life, you should try to find somebody who on the same path as you. And whether or not they're perfect or, or imperfect, because we all are imperfect, but at the end of the day, you need to find somebody who's on the same path as you. I'll say yeah. So because if you're not on the same path, y'all never get to the to the final destination. You definitely you got you have to have like minded thinking, and it's like even if y'all don't agree a hundred percent off top, exactly. you got to be willing to grow, to give and take, and and back and forth and shuffle so y'all way. Open mind. Yeah, shuffle y'all. I don't know what that game is, but you see it on the um, they play it's a they play it on the, like a hockey rink. But they like oh, you shuffle. You talking about? Um, you talking about uh, I don't know what it's called. Oh lord! I but you know what I'm talking about? They, they like they, gotta shave the ice so it can slide. Like they oh, got a buffer. About sh sh I don't know what it's called. Oh, fuck. But you know what I'm talking about? about yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, they got that disc. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, that game, like you know, like where they got the little hockey man and you be. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not that one. Ski ball or something. But this, I'm talking about on the. They play it on the ice. Yeah. And so when the puck is coming down. The team has to like shuffle, shuffle the yeah. the ice, ice down, yeah, yeah, so that it can slide. Like that is how a relationship has to be run. Mm -hmm. When the relationship is growing and growing and growing, even if y'all not a hundred percent, everything people gotta be willing to yeah, shade ice. Yeah, you gotta be. Everybody <laughs> gotta be working. And everybody gotta be willing to shave ice. Yeah, there's only one person is shaving ice. Well, you already know what's gonna happen. You ain't gonna make it. Nope. Y'all <laughs> lost. <laughs> you lost. So they team be having four people. <laughs> You don't need both people, but both people in the relationship gotta gotta do it. But that's yeah. just exactly how do you have to make a relationship work? It is a, a back and forth. Want to be a give and that yeah. yeah. That's that's big though. Wanting to be somebody piece because that's a lot. Because that don't necessarily just have anything to just do with you. No, you got to be willing to take care of that person's emotional well being. 
and then for you to be yeah, somebody's peace. Yeah, and being <laughs> well aware of the stuff that's not so peaceful in them. Yeah. Because that's the only way you're going to find out how to give them peace. Yep. Because why are they at unrest in anyway, the first place? Right. <laughs> True that. True that. So with that being said, you guys, we kind of went over our time. <laughs> but That's uh, all good. It was definitely a good episode. We just want to give you guys a lot of things. I think we're like four, uh, four listens away from being 900. We're really trying to get to a thousand before the end of the year, which I'm pretty sure we're gonna do because I have faith in my loyal citizens of Smoonda. <laughs> you guys usually really support us, and we thank you for that. Um, definitely hit us on all of our social media platforms, whether it's on Facebook under Hood Queens or Instagram under Hood Queens Square Podcast. Um, definitely keep you know listening, keep feeding us your ideas uh we all open for uh what you call it uh constructive criticism Mm -hmm. because if i sense you hating don't don't let the light skin fool you (laughs) i got a mouth and i'm not afraid to use it no but i'm just playing but um definitely keep on supporting so with that i don't know if you have anything else to say uh no hood queen squares is out. out